Okay. 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 We pay. What's up? We pay. We eat. We pay. Whether you work a nine to five entrepreneur, you are a singer, a hustler, whatever, 
being your authentic self benefits you to me this is my personal opinion i have no statistical facts to back this up but just i've seen enough people you know make it be authentic and you've seen a lot of people fuck it up pretending to be somebody they not or be something they not and you know we gonna i hear you so we gonna i got it broken down I wrote it, I wrote the breakdown this time. So what we're going to start with is cancel culture, right? And why is that prevalent to being authentic? Because in my opinion, only fake shits get canceled. What? Only fake shit gets canceled. And I'll, I'll tell you why I believe that, right? I believe that because when fake shit gets canceled, what I mean by it is like when you're saying something or doing something or acting like something that you don't believe in or that isn't yourself, when people bring the pressure down on you, you'll retract that shit. You see it happen all the time. You've seen it happen historically, right? I'll give you a historical event. I had this conversation with somebody with a a, a doctor. I'm not gonna say his name because we're actually gonna have him on, or I don't know if he's a doctor, but he's definitely a college graduate and we'll have him on the podcast eventually, right? And he, he, we're talking about um, when people make decisions, uh, do they know that the decisions be wrong, right? And, and I told him, everybody knows when they make a wrong decision before they make the decision. If you know that decision is going to affect you badly and you make it anyway, you made a conscious decision to make that decision, right? And I was like, you always know when people make the wrong decisions because what happens when shit hit the fan, they always start to, they always backpedal. You know what I mean? And the biggest, he was like, the biggest example he used was like the Nazis. And I was like, yeah, the Nazis knew they was wrong, bro. It was very few and far between. That was just, that was who they were. They were really about that Nazi shit. You know what I'm saying? They really thought that they were the supreme race and that the Jews were bottom of the barrel scum and they needed to be exterminated from the face of the planet. But the majority, we talking about like 90% of the Nazi army, whoever was in that, they were bailing. When shit hit the fan and, you know, the 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 allied forces start coming over here to break that shit up, what was niggas doing? Cutting deals, bailing, throwing their uniforms out, pretending to be, you know, in concentration, concentration camps and Jewish. You know what I'm saying? They start ducking because when, sh- when you don't align with something spiritually, when it's not really in you to align with something and the pressure come down, you're going to back out. I mean, I, I, I feel that. I guess for me, I mean, I, I definitely have to do better with my social media presence. But from what I understand about cancel culture, um, it seems to be all about self-preservation. I don't know if it's, I guess I've never felt like it was so much about, you know, what your personal, you know, I guess code is, you know. When your money is on the line, when your career is on the line, when your reputation is on the line, um, and you are, it's being jeopardized. Like you have to do what you have to do to protect your bag, and that's what I mean. I, that's what I I had attributed, you know, any kind of backpedaling to. I had never considered it being due to the fact that you're not authentic in what you're doing, especially when it comes to things like political things, like being politically correct, especially. With that, things like you know the LGBTQ community, a lot of people 
you know, okay, so, up and say something. So why doesn't that apply to people like Candace Owens? Okay, you you know who I am. You know I don't you know, know who that is. You what? Like, don't do that to me. Like, you know I don't know who that. Do you know is. who Candace Owens is? I mean, I don't know who she is, but I know who she is. Have you heard how, the things she speaks on? Yeah. Very controversial towards LGBTQ community. Very controversial towards, um, you know, the transgender community and things of that nature. Right? She she be plant and they've been trying to cancel her for a long time. Yeah. But they can't because that's what she believes in is what she believes in. You can't. She not gonna backpedal out of anything she say because it's what she believes in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan. They tried to cancel Joe Rogan. Well, because of that racist comment he made or some shit like that? He made no racist comment, but they tried to say it was racist, and then they tried to cancel him, right? You said he did not make a racist no. comment? No. He addressed this on his podcast. You can find it somewhere. There's like a lot of clips of him saying questionably racist shit. Listen, it's if if Joe, Joe Rogan is racist, it's interesting he keeps very close ties to people like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm listening. You see what I'm saying? I, I, you can't... I, I you you really, respect for Neil deGrasse listen, Tyson. Your timing on this can't be significant because like you just said, you're detached from stuff like that. You don't be listening. I know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is. Yes, and he has Neil deGrasse Tyson on the pod all the time. He's had him on there multiple times. You see what I'm saying? So if you're getting your information just from general social media sources and they say, oh, Joe Rogan says some racist shit, and you just be like, oh, Joe Rogan says some racist shit. What? But it's impossible. You know, if it was as bad as it was, why he still why he still got one of the biggest podcast platforms because, in the world? Bro, people still don't why love. He, people why still don't love. People why, don't love us. You know hold what I'm on. Saying? Like, but time out. Why he ain't backpedal? He doesn't have to. He has enough followers to where he don't have to. He, he, number one, it, <clears throat> but if you if you say, if you say something that you don't believe in, that's the point I'm making. Then you will apologize. If you're saying stuff just because you think that it's what's gonna get clicked, views, and followers, niggas will backpedal because then it's gonna affect, like you said, they money, right? But if he believes in something and he says it out loud, clicks, views, or followers, right, and and he feels like, dang, this might affect my money. He would backpedal. It, it doesn't matter. At any level, if you think it's going to affect your money, you're going to backpedal. But if you don't care, if you're just saying stuff that you believe in personally, the the the, the probability of you backpedaling on what you're saying is almost little to none. You're not going to apologize for something you believe in. I don't know about that. Like, I, I, I can't. I, I just don't know. Because when, you're, when, when your target audience is on the same side as you who you're not going to care about cancel culture because those people are going to be the ones that support you so when it comes to candace Owens, she i mean i would like to assume i don't know her but i would like to think that the people that she her supporters are going to rock with her because they share the same perspective as her and then joe rogan his followers are going to but it everybody has they have the same perspective everybody has followers but cancel culture is the group of people who don't want to see you succeed because you did something that they felt was inappropriate or something that they didn't like, right? Right, right. And normally, that is enough people to get that person's success stalled out. The problem is 
that person is not going to stop being who they are. It's not going to affect them because they're going to keep walking in the direction that they walk in because it's who they are. It's what they believe in. You see what I'm saying? No, I, I, I definitely 100%. Like, even if that. it was to affect their money, it's like, well, I don't really care because this is just who I am. And, you know, I'm going to make a living being myself. I'm going to do what it needs. I'm just going to keep being myself and things will happen regardless. I mean, right. Yeah. And that's where I'm saying, like, the cancel culture only affects people who are being unauthentic, right? Because now they have to, they got to scramble to appease the people who they've upset. I, I, you got to let me, I got to, I got to pray on that. Let me pray on that. Why? On that. Because I think it, I, I, I definitely think when you are trying to appeal to the masses, you're trying to get everybody then yeah, cancel culture is a real threat because at any point, any sector of the people that you're appealing to could turn on you and that sector can bleed into other sectors, which gets you canceled. But if, you're, if your sector is a focused group, then it doesn't matter. You get to walk, you know, authentically in that because you have the, the people that support you walk with you authentically. Right. That. So you can't lose. And that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, then, you see uh, what I'm saying? Like, that's the only... She'll never have to worry about cancel culture because she's only being herself. And so the people who are listening to her are the people who like her for who she is because who she is is who she is. Right. It's I not a persona. It only, it only affects people who are uh, trying to appeal to everybody and then realize, and then there's this realization that Ah, you just said some contradictory bullshit, my nigga. So this is false. So which one is it? Now you got to make a decision on what you believe in. Right. And at which point now cancel culture becomes accessible to you because you have to, you have to tell one side, I don't fuck with y'all for real. I don't fuck with this, this thought. Right. right. You see what I mean? Right. Where, like, for us, that would never happen because I'm never not going to be myself. I'm never not going to talk about the things that I believe in. Most of the things we talk about are positive. They're help to, they're, we're here to help people grow and, you know, stay authentic. I want you to be walking yourself. Right. Right. You, you know, and I hope that we would attract people who believe in, you know, and if you don't like me, cool. Don't like me. Don't listen. I don't want you to. Right, go listen to what you want to listen to and what you align with. But well, this is what we believe in over here. Right, right. And I'm gonna, I always stay true to myself. That's most important to me. It's peace of mind for me. Right, I feel that. Right, okay. And I'm, and the next is so. How do you think that that affects society, people like us as up and coming people? Like people who are not authentic? No, people who are trying to achieve something. Like, how do you think the pressure of cancel culture affects them in making business decisions? Like, like for me, it's not that hard because I'm only going to be myself. So I don't worry about people canceling me. Like, you don't have to like me, nigga. Right. I'm good. Because you're going to like, if you don't like me, then I know you don't like me. And you just help me out because I know you're not going to fuck with me. Right. Right, so you're going to go over there, I'm going to go over here, we're going to be good. And the niggas that fuck with me going to follow me over here. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why I said, like, people like Joe Rogan, he be himself, and the people who fuck with him just so happens to be a mass amount of people, right, who appreciate his content. So how do you think that affects society as a whole and, 
you know, business owners and people who are coming up who got to make decisions, you know, and it's affecting niggas in their job and they work every day, schmojos, nine to fives, they do shit out in public, get videotaped, say some stupid shit, get fired. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now cancel culture done brought the pressure down on whatever business they work in. That business got a bottom line. That bottom line got to be appeased. And now Joe Schmo, who said, said some racist shit, just got fired from his job. Hell yeah. You see what I'm saying? I think probably for the up and comers, it's probably a thought that crosses the mind, but nothing that they like stress over too much. Um, depending on like what they're doing or what industry they're going into. Um, for example, I mean, we're doing a podcast, so it wouldn't it wouldn't be a strange if we was had like controversial topics that could be like unpopular opinions. Right. And you know what I'm saying, of course. People troll, we, we had the discussion on a previous podcast, but people, the haters, the naysayers, and the trolls, they're going to make negative comments or hater comments um, for clout. And right. if they get enough traction, then I feel like then the the actual threat of cancel culture could even be prominent. Right. Um, but for, like, businesses, they have a lot of PRs that help with that. Like, they kind of try to alleviate the tide. Like, when some shit come out, uh, whatever it may be, and it's in the public eye, it's seen as negative or they get negative uh, feedback from it, then at that point, they got to kind of like, like you said, backpedal, retrace their steps and try to apologize to the focus group that they am offended. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, to the masses as a whole, um, not to single out anybody, but they definitely put the emphasis when they first come out and apologize or save face, if they will, just to, of course, make sure that their loyal customers remain loyal customers and don't jump ship and go to the next company that they're competitive. Right. I guess I was, when the, the example that you gave, I guess I was thinking, there was a cat that I, that who was an employee, and he had texted his wife some, some uh, questionable things, racially based, and he accidentally sent it to another group, like a group chat of, like, other leaders. And uh, he ended up getting fired. Um, I think that if, like you said, Wally, if your decisions can impact the bottom line of your business or of a business negatively, um, you bear a responsibility of being careful of what you say. Like, I, I consciously choose to keep my work life and my personal life completely separate, not because I'm not authentic, but because I understand that there are only certain areas of my life that need to be shared in this particular space because not everybody is going to understand. And I'm not going to put the bag I bring in in the the mouths I got to feed in jeopardy in an attempt to try to prove to somebody or to try to try to have to go and waste time trying to explain. It's like, nah, like if you want, if you want to get to, if you want access to all of that in its totality, then, then you gotta rock with me. You know what I'm saying? But in, when when I think of like my job, that's just not the place that I go to for that. You know what I'm saying? That's not the kind of, that's not the energy I'm on. I, I'm there to, to to lead, inspire, get a bag, and I do that by being my authentic self. But I don't be in there. You know what I'm saying? Talking to them like I talk to y'all. It's just no reason for that. You know what I'm saying? I, there's no benefit to it. All there is is the 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 possibility of detriment. If yeah. I go in there, what's up, niggas? It's over. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, 
I, I, I hear and I respect what it is you're saying, but at the same time, like I and also understand what you're saying too. But with regards to business and and, and cancel culture and small business, now, now what we're doing right here, you know, because we set the precedent of this is what this is and this is who we are, and we're grounded in it because we do get to show certain areas of ourselves here. You know what I'm saying, but this doesn't also mean that we're giving 100 of everything here either necessarily because not everybody it's it's not going to necessarily be beneficial for them to know like everything of, you know what I'm saying. There's some yeah. stuff you need to keep. You know what no, I'm saying. Not definitely. everything is for everybody. So compartmentalizing and being aware of you know the things that need to be shared in these certain spaces, I think, is a good protector from cancel culture without having to necessarily you know what I'm saying tarnish your authenticity. Right. All right. So do you think that moving on, do you think that over time, right, and this is where this might touch some people, right? Uh Because do you think that over time, let's just say you don't come into contact with anybody that's going to cancel you, right? Or let's, let's just say cancel for the general idea of dislike or try to in- interrupt your life or stop something that you're doing or try to stop something that you're trying to get to like you said oh boy said some stupid shit send it to the wrong people now they got to step in between him and what he trying to get to which is live right and he got fired right so do you think that it was inevitable right the, the question really is will it will it cancel itself right will, will fake you know, cancel itself, right? If that person is portraying this person, right? So let's say he was at work and he's portraying like he pretends he he does what he has to do to act a certain type of way, right? But in his heart of hearts, he don't like black people. Do you think eventually, eventually, that's gonna, it's gonna get there. He gonna, he gonna fuck himself over. Yes and no. Yes and no. Um, if they're careless, it'll come out eventually. Boom. If they're careless. Boom. Everybody gets comfortable and careless at some point. True. You the key word in there is comfortable. Because once you're comfortable, you yeah, you, you able to come up with more information. Um, you speak freely around people that you're comfortable speaking to. Um, but if you're careless with the way that you go about it, then you leave the door open for the Donald Sterlings of the world where he didn't come out on a microphone and say this shit. He said it in, a, in his private residence, somebody recording him, and he didn't even know that they were recording him. And then that recording came out, and that's what caused the big ruckus. That's the basketball cat? Yeah, yeah. the L.A. Clippers okay. owner. Sorry, y'all know, y'all, y'all know me, okay? I have to ask these questions. <laughs> but yeah, he was the owner of the L.A. Clippers. But see, that's exactly my point, is that eventually the facade you put on is going to get exposed, right? It's gonna get put on for you somehow some way i just think it's the universe i think or god or whoever you believe in i personally believe in god but i think you know god just like he looking like you don't know but eventually that little fake face you got is gonna crack right and people go see the person behind that face right my wife used a very uh i think prevalent analogy as to people being porcelain right and porcelain cracks and it continues to crack until it's broken you know what i'm saying and so that outer exterior that they put on that 
I'm gonna pretend like I'm cool with these people, but I'm really not. Eventually, that shit's gonna crack. Somebody gonna say something, do something, right? Play some music you don't like, and then you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And either you gonna get mad and lose your cool, or the uncomfort, the comfortability is gonna kick in, and you gonna say some shit because you thought y'all was cool. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, I I feel like it always. And that's why I move the way I move, just in general. I'm just so afraid that outside of me just wanting to be myself, that I don't ever want to get caught in a moment where, ha, surprise, bitch, this is who I really am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I never want to be in a public space where people are like, oh, so this is how you really act. Mm -hmm. It's like, nah, like when they see Wally B, it's like, y'all better watch out. <laughs> You talk to Wally B any type of way, he liable to slap your ass. Right. Right. It's not a it's not a question. It's not a surprise. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not a guess. It's like, that's who he is. That's who he always is. That's who he, you know what I'm saying? And he tries very hard to be, you know, non-confrontational. You see him, he be polite, he's, you know, he or whatever he gotta be. But just be weary of how you talk to him. You talk to him with respect, he'll talk back to you with respect. If you treat him with a certain decorum, he'll treat you with that equal decorum. That's just how I function right now. If you try to say some slick shit to me, you know, when I was a kid, I used to say, uh, I used to tell my aunt, well, if people stop saying stupid shit to me, I wouldn't say stupid shit back. Right? The problem is they say stupid shit, and then when, what I say is worse, and now they're in their feelings. You started it. Right. I was respectful. You got disrespectful. <laughs> nigga. My disrespect about to be real quick. Listen, <laughs> nigga. I've I've been telling niggas for a long time, like, yo, they you wanna take it to ten, I'll take it to fifty. Right. So and that's just me being authentic. It doesn't mean that I'm not being authentic. Me being authentic is me showing you respect off the jump. I think every human being deserves respect. Right, everybody deserves a certain level of just human to human respect. Right. And I will give people that until you are disrespectful. <laughs> At which point I'm going to match that energy. Right. I'm just that's my authentic self. Right. And so I never worry about being in a position where, oh, so this how you act, right? You know what I'm saying? Now I do think people get surprised when they see like the darker shit. Because it's like, I didn't know you could go there. Because they always see me. I'm polite. I'm respectful. You know, I'm, I try to be happy. I try to be jubilant, joyous. You know, I try to be positive, speak life into people, right? Because that's who I am. I care. But when you piss me off, it's probably because you, you, you did something that, you know, was disrespectful in some fashion to something. Right in some way to me. And so now I'm going to show you equal disrespect, right? And just, I mean, do y'all, do you ever find yourself in that space where you like, where you, I gotta keep up this porcelain figure? Hell yeah. Uh, When it comes to things, like, okay, so, I mean, me and you, bruh. We disagree on this, like, you, you, no, 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 we don't disagree on this one, I don't think. <laughs> because, Getting married young, right? Yeah. Getting married young and trying to do the right things, trying to 
um, you know, you 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 try to give your family the life that you don't have. That's not that you didn't have or what have you. Like me, I always wanted to make you know my family gonna stay together. I'm not gonna get a divorce because my parents got divorced. I always wanted to see my parents kiss and dance and tell each other they loved each other. And daddy bring mommy rose. I, I've always wanted to see that. I never got to see it. So for me, it was like you know having that cohesive unit um, was something that I, I I prided myself on, especially. When I started to notice that other people around me would notice, be like, man, dang, y'all are goals, like, you know, Vincent and Alice, like, that's, like, and it, it, it almost felt like we became, like, this, not a power couple, but just this model yeah. couple for a lot of other people. Definitely. Right? <laughs> so, in an attempt to try to maintain, you know, that image and that idea and that personal, like, that, that was a very personal thing for me, you know what I'm saying? Trying to maintain that, yeah, I definitely... Um, would get like uh, we might be coming out of a uh, a disagreement, or we might be coming out of a dark space, and then having to go to a function, and you better flip it. You know what I'm saying? We we need to be right because we don't need to be out here showing people. Now, hear me, hear me, hear me right. See, this is where we're about to disagree. We don't need to be out here motivating people negatively. What I don't want to do is kill someone's faith in relationships. Now that I'm not saying that you don't need to, I'm not saying that me that that I personally, um, damn, what's the? I'm trying to say this without saying the wrong thing. I'm gonna just say what it is. I don't like fighting in front of people yeah. with a significant other. I don't believe in that. I believe that what you got going on should be done behind closed doors because it's the relationship. There's some people who don't mind having an all out you know, situation, ship, confrontation, whatever, in front of others. I think that's damaging because not everybody's going to have the context that's going to allow them to understand the situation totally enough for them to, you know, to really... Objectively. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be able to really appreciate what's going on and not react the wrong way or not react with an uninformed, you know what I'm saying, outlook on it. So because of that, and because I know that the ripples of that can turn into negativity, negativity in their own relationships, I have no intention on negatively influencing other people when it comes to their romantic relationships. I really prefer to stay out of it, but I know that people watch us. So I do feel a responsibility to make sure that I conduct myself in the best manner, especially when I'm in public. Now, when we get back over here and we're talking again, we're going to have these conversations. We're going to have these difficult talks, and we're going to handle it. But I guess... My my perspective on on that is I do think that it can be healthy and good for others when you do put the bullshit aside and handle that shit in private, so that when you are in public, you know, you still can give people hope. You know what I'm saying? People can still have that hope, but it is kind of fucked up. Like you said, when God come in and you're like, uh, nah, y'all getting divorced, fam. But now everybody's gonna know that y'all weren't perfect. You know what I'm saying? And so I do appreciate you know what I'm saying your perspective yeah. on it because it is true. You know, the what's in dark is always gonna come out to light. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just is what it is. See, and here's where we disagree because I'm not saying that you should have an all-out war with your significant in the middle of the street or in the middle of Chipotle, bitch. I wanted guacamole, <laughs> bitch. I ain't got guacamole what? money. Fuck are you talking about? Nah, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like if y'all walk into a room of friends and y'all not talking, then y'all not talking. You know what I'm saying? Nobody perfect. Get the fuck out of here. Right? And I've... Fuck out of here. 
Listen, I don't give. Yeah, no, she pissed me off. I mean, we not cool right now. We here together, but we I not cool you. right now. We'll be cool in about ten minutes. We'll See, be cool. We'll talk about it. <clears throat> I can't even. I, I wouldn't even feel comfortable in the function like that. You know what I'm saying? I Which just is, can't like I like if I know me and me hey, we at odds like that's what hey, we're not speaking. Listen, I can't be here. And then most of the time that's what ends up happening. It's like oh we gotta go so I'm not going because I don't feel like going. You piss me off. Right. Okay. And then she'll go and then they shoot. Why Walter not here? Well we got into a fight and he didn't want to come anymore. And woo 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 woo, right? And that's what happens. And what I feel like it shows people is that. Don't take offense to this, anybody. Please don't. But it's the truth, right? Being in, in a relationship, seeing how people look at you when you're in a relationship and, and you've hit, like, five years. Man. Like, you're, like, the example. You you really, really, you really become the are, example, bro. bro hmm. Right? Like, and, and they become, like, children when they look at you. Right? They, like, aspire. It's, like, a kid looking at LeBron James, it's like, I want to be like that. I want to have that type of love. I want to, you know, ride for my significant like that. And what I, like I said, I pride myself on being authentic. So if we are supposed to go to a function together, I'm more than likely the one that's not going to go because I'm introverted. So once I'm pissed off, I don't want to deal with people. My patience is low. My attitude is bad. I already know somebody say something wrong to me. I'm going to fuck up the whole energy. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to just kick it at the house where I'm comfortable. You know what I'm saying? She'll go out, right, because she's extrovert, so that's how she relieves the pressures by social interaction, right? And when they ask her, where, where Walter at? Uh, we, we got into it, right? And for me, what I love about that is the genuineness people get from that, right, is that, yeah, they get into it, but they, they'll figure it out, right? right? That they'll work through it. Right, next time we see them, they're gonna be all up under each other. And you know, might next time we see him might just be her again. And that's how they know. I like, Walter's pissed. <laughs> or they got into it. Or you know, maybe he just wasn't feeling people today, or whatever it is. But it's they get an authentic version of how relationships really go. And I never wanna put out there that, you know, yeah, you should have hope to find that person. But no, you you and that person are always going to click. Y'all two different people. Facts. Y'all got two different viewpoints on life. Y'all got two different opinions on things. And that's just going to, you know what I'm saying? That's just going to bleed over it, you know, into maybe the outside world in one way. Not, like, catastrophically, you know what I'm saying? Where y'all end up brawling and rolling in the floor. Fucking Jimmy John's. <laughs> throwing salad, lettuce, and cookies and pickles all over the place. Oh, dead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... It shows people that, all right, so, you know, I got to be, I got to find a person I'm comfortable enough with to be my authentic self that to the point that we can come back together, fix whatever it is that was broken, and, you know, keep it moving. It don't, it don't mean I don't love this person. It just means at this very moment, you know what I'm saying, she should have picked her shoes up from off my side of the goddamn room, <laughs> right? You're, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Shit, I like feel you, dog. Little, little Mary, little. If you don't know, that's some married quarrel right there. Listen, why are you using my charger? Where's your charger? I don't know. I lost it. Too damn bad. Your phone gonna die. Give me my charger back. <laughs> you mean, bro? Damn. So I got a question. You can't leave your like... shoes on your side of the room, fam. Yeah, nigga, for real. That's a real problem. Her shit be on my side, and the problem is, listen, 
If y'all don't the know, whole side is her side. Listen, fucking cap, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, listen. If y'all don't, if y'all listening, y'all y'all have been in a relationship, have been married, whatever. Right? There's an organized person and there's a messy person. Y'all just gonna have to deal with it. It's never gonna be two super organized people together. I can't say it's not gonna be two messy ass niggas together, but it'll never be two super organized people. That shit. You know what I'm saying? You talking about niggas going at it? That's you gonna get to a level of nitpick that just you didn't think existed with two extra organized people. There's always gotta be a messy person. There's always gotta be an organized person. I'm just the hyper organized individual in the relationship, and she's more of the chaotic. How did you don't say? Don't be looking it? around did, my shit. How did you don't say? Don't look it? around my shit while you say, say that say shit. It's the organized chaos. Is that what it's? Hey, hey, bro, I know where it? everything is at <laughs> in this bitch. <laughs> right? It's organized Stop chaos. Stop looking around it's my shit. It's organized chaos, nigga. You know what I'm saying? My shit is organized. It's cluttered. All right, you know what I'm saying? Going and through so, something. Leave me alone. And so because <laughs> of that, you know. We have fun. Those arguments be the fun arguments for me. Yeah. So it's, yo, can you get your shit off my side of the room, please? Like, my shit is all neat, and I want to keep it all neat and very aesthetic. Nigga, you feel me? I get you. Get your unesthetic shit <laughs> off my side of the room. <laughs> Those are the fun arguments we have, right? But no, moving on, keeping on track, right? There is no substitute for authenticity, right? They're just to me, I just think being yourself is more fulfilling in every facet of life. Yes or no? Uh, it would say I would say it depends. You might consider that being unauthentic, but like just like Vincent was well, sorry, just like Martel was saying earlier. <laughs> I didn't mean to put the government out there, bro. Right. <laughs> this is conspiracy, nah. Um, but like he was saying earlier about how certain conversations and certain um, discussions should be sacred to certain, you know what I'm saying, circumstances. Yeah. And um, so in that way, you not necessarily being who you are 100% of the time everywhere you go because the way you are, the person that you are, may not fit for the occasion. I understand. But yeah. that doesn't mean you're not being authentic. Right. You know, choosing how you act isn't not being authentic. It's being aware of your surroundings. Exactly. Right. I don't just go around punching niggas in the face because I'm aware there's a position I'm going to go to jail, right, or die. Mm -hmm. Right. It doesn't mean I'm not being authentic. Right. Like I said, I'm a caring person, so I'm I try to naturally be friendly, right? Am I friendly? Not really. Right. Not because I'm not friendly, but because I'm just, you know, social situations scare me. Right. But once I'm talking to somebody, they'll figure out, oh, this is a cool dude. Right. So my authentic self is really more reserved. So if I'm being authentic, I'm just being reserved. Right, in the situation. And that reservedness is when I realize I'm going to a social situation. I'm going to instantly go into my reserved space. And that's just me. Now, like, if we here, you see, if we at the house or, you know, kicking with the boys, I'm loud as fuck. I'm lit, turned up, fully energized, right? That's yeah. my authentic self in, the, in my comfortable space. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. So, and I'm always quiet. You see what I'm saying? So... <laughs> 
I'm just saying, like, being authentic is more fulfilling, just knowing who you are in those spaces. And you'll never walk out of those spaces feeling like, I didn't really be myself. They don't. They didn't really get to know the real me, right? Right. You know what I'm you feel what I'm saying? Like, how do you run that? I mean, it's kind of like I was saying earlier. Like, you, you, it, it, different, different outfits for different situations. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I don't expect uh, you know niggas to be rocking a three piece suit when you go into the beach. You know what I'm saying? It's you got to choose for the function, and uh, I think awareness. Is a lot of it. I do not think that there's a substitution for authenticity. I think, you know, it is what it is. We are unique in, in, in how we were created. I do think that we're all subject to change. I do think that we all have to grow and evolve. So what your authenticity looks like, it will shift over time as your awareness and understanding of self and the universe, you know, grows and matures. But, you know, at, at no point do I think that, um, you know, I don't think that I ever have stepped outside of my authenticity, you know, for for any for any reason. I think that, you know, me and I think all of us have done a really good job of, you know, we understand who each other are, you know what I'm saying? And I've never I've never been caught off guard by anybody's behavior as it pertains to your level of authenticity. <laughs> now like Wally said, I've been surprised that nigga just how <laughs> you know what that ended up looking like with your authentic, how it's bred. You know what I'm saying, but it's never been like. This I always give niggas the head up. You know, I like nigga, hey, I always two dogs. We two did it too, like at the football game, right? But two did it too before we went into the club one day. We was me, Mike, two, and I think it's homeboy Steven. I'm not sure. We went to the club, and before we walked in, two was like, "Listen, Mike, Walter, no fighting tonight." New Year's, yeah. <laughs> he was. He looked at us, and he low key jinxed it. He low key jinxed it. He low key jinxed it, right? Because we ended up almost getting into a a a, a fight with you know bottles being involved, Lord. right? Being bite, and he, I don't think we would have went in with that pressure had he not said anything, but he <laughs> said something before we went in. So it, it was kind of on our minds. And so in a way, we we're kind of looking to avoid conflict. And then when conflict hit, it was like, fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it was bad. It was me and Mike. So, you yeah. know, when our energy is aligned, it's, it's yin and yang chaos shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm so glad y'all have never put me in that situation. I'm glad it was you. What? That was there. I'm glad you were able to be there and be the voice of reason. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually level-headed. Because I would be good all the way up until the point where, like, somebody, like, touches them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then. Yeah, that's what happened. Somebody, like, pushed Mike. I wouldn't be able to handle that. And then he turned around to, uh, he turned around to, uh, address it. And then they, like, ganged up on him. Like, it was one guy. And then he, like, called over, like, four other guys. And then yeah. that's when, oh, yeah, it got bad. Because that's when, once I saw that they was, like, trying to bully Mike, uh, nah. That's mm -mm. what I'm saying. Like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. I walked up. Right, because he was taller than Mike, and so uh, he thought he was just bullying him because he was taller than him. And then I, when I walked up on him, you know, I walked up on I was walked him straight, looked him dead in the face because we were the same height. So, what you want to do, you know, what I'm saying, like, y'all, we can brought nigga, y'all gonna lose two on four, we gonna beat y'all ass right here. It looked like an episode of You Got Served. <laughs> 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 
It was bad. <laughs> like an episode it was, you and, third, the, and the club was packed, so, and there was almost no space. It was bad. Right. It was bad. And ne- like, neither one of us were drunk. Four one one. We hadn't nah. like we weren't drunk. We had one shot before we walked in. That was it. We was waiting on the champagne to get passed out. Yeah, this man and this champagne boy. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm, yeah, I love right. it. So, last one. Do you think that for the long haul, that being your genuine self? as opposed to playing a role, will benefit you more in life altogether? Boy, man, it depends on what you're trying to do. If you're good with being a circus monkey, then, you know, you don't need to be authentic for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you are trying to globally inspire and really institute some type of growth in the world. You're smarter than that podcast. You absolutely have to be authentic. There's really no other way to do it because, like, I mean, I do think that people will, the real, real recognize real. People will see through it. People will recognize it for what it That's is. All I'm trying to say with this entire topic yeah. is that no matter what happens, that shit's not going to last, bro. Real people going to recognize real. They're going to see through it. It's a transparency that eventually will be given off, right? It's going somewhere, somehow, you going to not be aware you're not being comfortable you're gonna not be you know what i'm saying right or you're gonna be too comfortable not aware you know what i'm saying and somebody gonna be watching you and you not knowing they watching you like the sterling shit right and boom got your ass well see to kind of piggyback off of martel what martel was saying um i think like temporarily like if you're trying to um arouse a buzz Behind something, a lot of artists do it for like albums and shit. They cause conflict just to promote their new album coming out and try and hype, try and peak their sales. But then it also ties right exactly right back into it. Like if you're trying to be a circus act, so like if you're gonna come out with this little stunt for temporary clout, um, mm. not being your genuine self or authentic self, then people are gonna be looking for that out of you, right? And then you're gonna have to keep stashing and dashing to try and find that sporadic crazy person just to try and peak album sales or a product and see and there's there's real examples of that like you know i'm talking about like six nine will do that shit and then you got kendrick who just did put out music and then boom drops the album and bang you know everybody's on it because you know you you waiting for the good shit right you waiting for the real stuff right and that's that's just a prime example of what i'm saying like authenticity will outlast you know Whatever persona you trying to portray every single time, bro. Every time. Two go close this out because he ain't been here the last two weeks. Alright. <laughs> um Okay. Hopefully you guys don't mind, but since this is the You're Smarter Than That podcast about getting you guys um smarter than what you may be or in avenues <laughs> and ways that you may not have or make he smart is not decisions. calling y'all stupid. I'm no, not. <laughs> no, no. But in time with that thing, right, I'm speaking to all the high school graduates that just recently graduated. It is June, so if you haven't enrolled in your classes or registered for your classes for the fall semester, if you haven't did your financial aid, uh, go ahead and hit that button and start locking that stuff out because fall semester, your first semester of college will be coming around the corner real hot and fast on that ass. And you do not want to be behind. Whoa, oh. super pause. pause. <laughs> right. Super. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so, Come in like... hard and fast on that ass. <laughs> Whoa, nigga. It was... <laughs> this is a family friendly show, nigga. True. Definitely. Uh, not I, family I just friendly. wanted to interject that portion in there. 
I didn't right. want to interject that portion in there. But uh, back to the topic at hand, back to your regular schedule programming. Um, try your damnest to be your authentic self at all times, when possible, when fathomable. Um, of course, you know what I'm saying, if you uh, freaky neek on the outside, you don't want to take that freaky neek into your job place unless you're a stripper, then hey, do your thing. Get your one. But um, it is best to be conscious about your surroundings and the persona that you're uh, rendering out to people, um, how you are viewed, depending on, you know what I'm saying, what you're trying to get accomplished. Um, because, like my guy Martel said, anything that happens in the dark is going to come to the light. Uh, and it's going to happen. People are going to find out whether it be from hidden recordings or you make a slip up on a Facebook post or a social media platform and then they bring it up 10, 15 years later when you try to get into your level of success. And so just be mindful of um, what you're speaking into existence, what you're speaking out into the universe and the type of person that you're uh, showing to the world. Because if it's not who you are 100%, then that 99% might cause you more damage and distress than you might be ready for at any particular given time. And if you have anybody in your circle that's not uh, being authentic, check them on it. You know what I'm saying? There's various different ways that you can do that and get the, get the mission accomplished. But just make sure that you're keeping your, your inner circle solid and that they're promoting them best selves because indirectly, your peers and your circle are a direct reflection of who you are. Damn. So before you even step in a room, if the people who presented you are full of shit, then they're going to look at you like, oh, he's just another shit bag. And you might be a solid individual. So that's why I say just be mindful and be observant. And remember, you're smarter than that. Hey. Hola. Hey, I need to get some help with Chico. Because I ran out. Hey. Ain't got nothing in the house. Hey. About to get more. Hey. Ain't got to run for that. You don't have a rhyme for more. I couldn't think of one that I wasn't expecting a freestyle. I wasn't sure exactly That's what I was. Freestyles doing. work. Uh, let's go camping and get some s'mores. <laughs> I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. <laughs> Yo, we out. Yo. Peace. Peace. Peace.